Welcome to the Catholic Teachers Lounge, the only podcast by Catholic school teachers for Catholic school teachers. Thank you to Loyola Press for sponsoring us and for you, the teachers, for doing what you do every day. We are so grateful to collaborate with you. My name is Colleen McCoy-Sika, and I am here again today with my friend and colleague, Jill Annabel. Hi, Jill. Hi, Colleen. So a quick question for you as we get rolling. Thinking about parent-teacher conferences, that's what we're going to talk mm-hmm. about today. So I we want just to had them. About- yeah, we just had them. <laughs> Right. It's about that time, right? So that's what's on the brain. So have you been most nervous to go to parent-teacher conferences as a student, as a parent, or as a teacher? Oh, as a teacher, for sure. So as a parent, I don't go. I send my husband because I was the assistant superintendent too. So like, there's a little bit of pressure there that, um, I wasn't always just wearing teacher seen on the parent side of the of thing. I also had a leadership role and I didn't want to make the teacher. And it's probably because I was always nervous on parent teacher conference night as a teacher. And I was most nervous. So I think I just anticipate that probably more than the, than the average bear. Cause I was trying to figure out what to do as a teacher sitting there. And I think it's because I had so many wild card parent teacher conferences. Like you don't see it coming. And suddenly, I mean, and these are prayerful moments. Suddenly you have a mom crying about their pending, like there's a divorce coming and the kids don't know yet, or you have, or they, right. Like there was always a wild card and it was always this moment where you're like, Lord, I'm here to pray with this mom. And I didn't even see this coming. Or, you know, there's more going on in the home than, than you knew, or, I mean, sometimes it was goofy, like, you know, you have, um, a student who gets in trouble and then you meet the parents and the parents are also kind of troublemakers. And you're like, oh my goodness, you're just like your parents. Like there's these great moments of just understanding families, but I never knew what to expect. And I think that nervousness of wanting to do it well, I put a lot of pressure on myself. So I was always really exhausted after parent-teacher conferences, but it was because it just always felt like I had a wild card one come at me and it was really hard. So, and as a kid, I did, you know, student-led parent-teacher conferences, but that never, that never really bothered me. And, And being the mom at the table didn't really bother me. It's just the pressure I put myself as a teacher would always almost destroy me. Yeah, I think I agree with you. I think in in all of those different roles, I think it was as a teacher that was hardest for me. Now, similar to you, so I was assistant superintendent here too. So, uh, but my husband and I would both go. Mm, that's good. And I we've tried I that always, too. See, but I'm I'm really good. Like I think I am. I don't know how people perceive me though. So I think yeah, I, I'm definitely I really know. good about taking off the the work hat and putting on the mom hat. I'm really very good about that. But, you know, you never know when you walk into a room, particularly with a, a newer teacher or something, you know, you don't know how you're perceived, I guess. So yeah, I, and I you probably already I- know if your own kids are in trouble, like you're, <laughs> it's coming up in the teacher's lounge. Like you're not going to be surprised probably. if you are a teacher mom, you're not going to wait till the parent teacher conference and sit across from your colleague and drop the bomb. Like you're probably already talking about it. So, uh, I mean, there's that. Yeah, that's true. All right. So the the reason why this question comes up today is it's an idea that comes from Jim White, who's the principal at Our Lady of the Lake Catholic School in St. Joseph, Michigan. And he said that he coaches his teachers on how to have an effective conference. Oh, I could have used that. I could have used that because you talk about wild cards coming in the door. Mm -hmm. I I remember, I mean, Jill, this was so many, so many years ago that I had as a teacher, my first Mm -hmm. parent teacher conferences. I remember that night, like it was Mm -hmm. yesterday because 
I think I was a little traumatized by it. I really I, didn't know what to expect. Can I admit something on the podcast? Yes, so please. I was student teaching. And when you're student teaching in secondary, you're just thrown with all kinds of kids. You don't know them. You don't know the community. You don't know the last names. I literally talked about and handed the grades of a different kid to the parents. Like I mixed up kids and like, what, you know, what kind of message does that give these parents? Like, I don't know and love your child. That is a horrible feeling. And I was student teaching. So sitting alongside my mentor and we figured it out the next morning when we figured out which pages, which pages in front of us were missing and not missing, but oh my goodness, that's a horrible feeling. But with some coaching, like how do you double check your list? What questions do you ask first? How do you know who's in front of you? I mean, the nerves of that are, are big. Well, and there are things that could have, and I'm going to get back to Jim in just a second here, because he gives some really practical advice. Oh, so we're going to come back to his advice in a minute, but I'm thinking about ways that a school could keep that from happening. And mm-hmm. my first year of teaching, I was in public school, my first year of teaching. And, you know, I had 150 to 170 students a day. And so it, that was really, it's always hard for me to, to learn mm-hmm. new names and to learn mm-hmm. people anyway. It's always been hard for me. And so that was, that was definitely hard, but the school didn't have like when parents walked in the door to check in, could they get a name tag? Oh, that came up this week. I had a teacher ask me, Jill, why aren't we wearing name tags? Or like the the teachers are wearing name tags. Why aren't the parents wearing name tags? Simple solution. Yes. Or so eventually what I figured out after a couple of years was to put a sign in sheet on my table in front of me and say, oh, here, I'm keeping track of everybody that comes in. Can you write your name down? But now people sign up electronically. Like Mm -hmm. a few years ago, my students or my children, when they were having Mm parent-teacher conferences, you sign up for a specific time through, you know, an online system. Right. And so, right. But the hard part, it's always the pop-in it's, and I've done this on the other end, like, (laughs) Hey, I had, I had five extra minutes. I see you don't have anyone and they don't reintroduce themselves. Uh, And they're like, Ooh, who is that? Yeah. Yeah. That's tough. Okay. So so I want, yeah. Advice. Let's hear his advice. Okay. So Jim, he said, providing an outline. So start with what the student contributes to the school community. Nice. Oh yeah. Seems like a, could have used that, you know, let's lead (laughs) with what the child contributes to the school community. Ask the parent what they want to know. So that's so great as a Catholic, right? right? Like put it back in those primary educators hands. Of course you do that in Catholic schools. What do you want to know, mom, dad? Yeah. Now Jim's been at this for, for quite a while. Yeah. Good job. (laughs) So he said, he also said, don't volunteer negative information. If there's a child that's acting up in school, parents know, parents know their children. Okay. So don't necessarily volunteer that, that negative information right off the bat Okay. ask the parent, what do you want to know? See if the parent asks, how does my child Mm -hmm. behave in class or how, how is my child a good friend to others or, you know, whatever, whatever the case is. And that's fair. That's tricky advice, but that's fair because if there was a big enough behavior, they would have been notified. Like you would have already made that phone call and email like that. That would have already happened. But if you're, yeah, I I love that. That's, that's good. Okay. And then um, there was another one. Often parents know that, that their students behave in a certain way and they can also usually see their grades online. Again, don't lead with, did you know your child has this grade in the class? If it's, especially mm-hmm. if it's not so great, but then what else can a conversation uncover? Just let the conversation happen naturally. Use the conference. Here's the big takeaway. You use the conference 
to build partnership with the parents. It absolutely should not be adversarial. There should not mm-hmm. be a power dynamic. This is a partnership. Mm-hmm. How can we partner together? And I, you know, again, it seems like obvious advice. It seems like, well, yeah, but if someone had really spelled that out for me before my first few parent teacher conferences, mm-hmm. they would have gone very differently. That partnership is key. I had a night and day difference between how my parent teacher conferences went when I was a public school teacher. And then when I was a Catholic school teacher, and I know yes. this isn't a rah-rah Catholic school podcast, but it, it is in fact, that true partnership of saying, what do you desire for your child? What would you like to know? What would you like to know about your child's day? Your student's day is much different than um, how parents on the other side of the table treated me as a public school teacher. It was, I, it was truly remarkable. And what I was able to do in those conversations are much different too. Like, yeah, you know, I'm not yeah. going to say I'm going to pray for your family or can we say a prayer right. together? Mom, who's telling me about oh, your divorce. Let's start with a prayer. That sets the tone. Let's begin with a prayer. Yeah. Oh, the bell. Oh goodness. Oh, that is the bell. So it is time to go back to class. There are always more ideas than time to celebrate them, but we are certainly going to do our best to try. We drop episodes three days per week throughout the school year. So send us your ideas and share the love with your fellow teachers. Go to catholicteacherslounge.com to share that Catholic Teachers Lounge is your haven of hope to exchange ideas and affirm your efforts. We will see you next time.